as I started, I realized that each temple has such a unique, a unique spirit about it. And as I was drawing them in the beginning, I could feel that. And I was like, I need to be able to express that on paper because some temples do look the same as other temples. Um, Some of them are built with the same template. And so when I include details unique to the area and unique to the insides, um, it means way more to people. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job But between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to She Has a Name Too. Um, I am so excited, which I'm always excited. I know I say that every time, but I am so excited today to have my brand new friend, Kelsey, on the show with me. I started following her back in the summer, I think, on Instagram, and we've just been interacting. She followed me back, and she's actually an incredible artist, um, and I like got a custom piece from her and it was so fun to work with her. So I'm so excited to have her on the show and let her tell you a little bit more about herself. Um, So welcome, Kelsey. Thank you. It's so good to meet you (laughs) virtually. (laughs) Yeah, this is our first time meeting like face to face. Um, Yeah, so I'm excited to get to know you through this interview too. And so our listeners can get to know you too. Awesome. I'm so excited. All right. So First question is, who are you when you aren't being called mom? I I actually have a few thoughts on this. (laughs) Um, The biggest one is that I wear a lot of hats and I'm the type of person that says yes to a lot of things. Um, So I have a lot of passions. I like to try a lot of different activities Um, And that's just who I am. And I don't think that's been diminished since becoming a mom. Um, And I think there are ways to blend it all together. Um, Of course, there's, it's nice to have time away from kids to really focus on what you love to do. But I think there are ways to do it with your kids and let them see that you have passions. Um, So I would say, I mean, I'm a super creative person. I've always been that way. Um, Music is a huge part of my life. I used to write songs. Um, I used to do vocal competitions. I obviously don't do those types of things anymore (laughs) because that's kind of a high school teenage type thing unless you, you know, unless that's your career path. But I still take time to play the piano at night. And even if it's just five to 10 minutes a day, it's it's really good for my soul and my heart. I am a designer. I do all sorts of design. I draw, I paint, I um, do graphic design, I do branding. um, And then for my job, I'm a user interface designer. Um, So that's a whole thing. And then, um, of course, I'm a wife. 
And I love to work on my marriage and strengthen that um, whenever I can. And we love doing adventures together. We love going on hikes. And we do that a lot as a family too. Cool. It sounds like you're super well-rounded. Like you have so many, you have so many like interests and and talents. It sounds like like playing the piano is amazing. I applaud anyone in our generation who plays the piano. <laughs> I feel like it's like getting further. Like not as many people do, but that's awesome. And I love, I love that you said that you play it just for even just for a few minutes mm-hmm. for your soul, like for your own personal well-being. Yeah, I, I can I can feel when it's missing in my life. And there have been periods in my, in my life when I haven't done it at all for months and months. And then I do it again and I remember, oh, this is Kelsey. <laughs> this is who I am. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, I love that. I love that. So do you want to tell us about your your small business? Yes, I would love to. Okay. So I started what's called the Kin Lab. I started that about a year ago, right before COVID hit. So it wasn't the greatest timing, but it actually was. It was good timing. I My mom is really passionate about family history. And she kind of taught us all about our ancestors growing up. And um, it meant a lot to me to learn of their stories and where they came from and learn about where I came from. And of course, I already loved art. And I felt like combining my art with family names would be really cool. And so I I worked really hard on coming up with some ideas and I, I made some crappy prototypes <laughs> that no one has ever seen before except my husband. <laughs> and I finally made something that felt like me and it felt modern. And what I did was draw a temple. I drew an LDS temple, which if you don't know what that is, um, it's a house of worship for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, It's where we feel connected to to our Heavenly Father and to Jesus Christ. And it's where we make promises to them to live our best lives. So I started drawing temples that look modern and, you know, can fit with modern decor in your home, but also hold a ton of meaning. And it's kind of, um, what's the word? It's kind of progressed into something, like I've gotten better at drawing temples, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now they include a lot of symbolism of the area that they're in and kind of the interior design details of each temple. And I I love that about about your work. I I really think that is such a cool unique idea to include the landscape and things into the drawing of the temple. Thank you. Thanks yeah. so much. Um I have noticed like when did I I feel like I started following you like maybe early summer and I have noticed you kind of like change your style a little bit, like not totally, obviously it's still very modern. Um, but I have watched that as you've added more of the landscape and the symbolism. And I just, I think that's so cool because each temple is really symbolic as far as like religious symbols go. And as far as the area symbols, like 
which one did you just do? You just did Anchorage, right? Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anchorage, Alaska. That one, I love that one. I didn't know I would love that one so much. Yeah. And you added like the temple or the, obviously the temple, <laughs> but the, <laughs> the mountains into the temple drying and the trees and yeah, it was beautiful. Thank you. As I started, I realized that each temple has such a unique ex- a unique spirit about it. Mm-hmm. And as I was drawing them in the beginning, I could feel that. And I was like, I need to be able to express that on paper. Because some temples do look the same as other temples. Um, some of them are built with the same template. And so when I include details unique to the area and unique to the insides, um, it means way more to people. I loved when when I ordered the Calgary Temple um, from you. I love that we communicated. Like you asked me, like what is special about it? What you know? What kind of symbols are there? Send me pictures, kind of things. And I feel like I might have gone a little crazy with like how many pictures I sent you. <laughs> no, no. But I was just so excited to like share that special piece of me. And it was like, it, it is something that hangs in my dining room and I, you know, and I want people to see it. And I, I know that my family members like recognize those special symbols in that drawing. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did. a You did an amazing job. Well, you gave me so many good details to work off of. The more pictures, the more details, the better. Where can people find you? Where can... Where can they find you? What's kind of the process to order a temple from you? How can they get started? Yeah. So first I have a social media. It's at the Kin Lab, T-H-E-K-I-N-L-A-B. That's, I'm on Instagram. I share most of my drawings on there. Um, and then I have an Etsy shop. That's where all the orders go through. Someday I'll have a website. You place an order. You can choose to add family names. You can choose to keep them off. If I've drawn your temple before, it's pretty fast. And now that I've drawn so many, I kind of have a big stockpile building. But um, if I haven't drawn your temple before, I ask for all the details, anything you can think of that's special to you about your temple. And then I draw it for you and I send you digital proof to make sure everything's spelled right. It's something that you love. And then um, I, it gets printed on really, really nice paper. Um, I have lots of different sizes and colors available. And then it comes to your house and you get to hang it up. Do you know how many temples you have done? So there are about, what are we at now? Like 180 completed temples? I think so, yeah. Yeah, something around there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how many have you already done? Um, I should have counted before this. (laughs) Um, Maybe like a ballpark. (laughs) Yeah. I think I've drawn probably 40 to 60. Okay. So it's it's growing. And of course, there are ones that are more popular than others and more common. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that like with my friends too. Like as your circle grows, like you'll complete more and more temples as, you know, more and more people know about it. Yes. If you want a temple in like South America, call up Kelsey. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, please. I would love to do one in South America. I actually did one. um, I did Lima, Peru over Christmas. 
And I'm going to share that in a couple of days. So that one was fun. Yeah. And it's a really great gift too. It's a great gift idea. It is. Yeah. Lots of people, lots of people think of meaningful gifts and that's one of them. So you also mentioned that, and and you mentioned this in your pre-interview questionnaire that you sent me, you said specifically, I've always had a variety of interests and I don't hold back from trying new things. I've come to learn that it's a gift rather than a burden. And I just thought that was so well said. Like, I love that. And I love how you're like, how you mentioned in the beginning of the interview today that your interests and your loves like didn't stop when you became a mom, that you're still continuing to play the piano, um, even if it's just for five minutes or, you know, you've, you're doing design and, and things like that. So what are some new things that you've tried recently? Oh, (laughs) there's lots on my list always. Let's see. I've tried to start a t-shirt company, a t-shirt design. Okay. (laughs) That, that was pre-kin lab. So I don't do that anymore, but that's fun. Uh, kickboxing. I started kickboxing probably a year and a half ago, and that was really out of my comfort zone, but something I've always wanted to try, and I ended up loving it. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I might have to try it because now you're the second guest that has come on here and been like, I love kickboxing. So serious? Yeah. So I might have to go try it now. Yeah, you should. I know. I know I'm like a gentle, nice person, but (laughs) kickboxing feels really good to get some energy out. And any like built up mom stress. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Take it out on the back. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Man, a t-shirt company. That's cool. Um, Did you like how long did you do that and why did you stop? Um, I did that maybe for six months or so. I stopped because um, I wasn't really growing. And now that I've done the Kin Lab, I, I've learned a lot about growth and how that can be done, at least a little bit. I know I have a long ways to go and always will. But yeah, I just, I wasn't getting the growth that I needed to. Maybe someday I'll sell t-shirts again, but Got to figure out what to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It has to be like captivating. Like I've thought about starting a t-shirt company because I like t-shirts. Let's do it, um, Jerica. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I don't, I don't know the first thing about doing it though. So. <laughs> that's why I'm like into podcasting. It's like so easy. I just go on Instagram and tell people about my podcast. Thank heaven for social media, man. Yeah. Weird the easy way to connect. It's so nice. Yeah. And it's so cool that like people like you and I, like we don't live near each other, but we've we've found each other in this little circle on social media. Um, I think I found you because another artist shared your work. I think that's how I found you maybe. Yeah. um, Q Noir Temple Dress has shared me. Oh, okay. A lot of people came from that. But I, I went through this phase where I was like, I was like, man, there are all these amazing artists. And I I started following everyone because yes. I just – I needed that happiness in my life and that creativity um, at the beginning of the pandemic. And so I, like, followed everyone, and I've bought prints from almost everyone. <laughs> like, That's awesome. There are some that are still on my wish list. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. And to get – and to be able to, like, connect with people like you that – 
really like add value to my life and also to my home through your artwork. It really is. So social media is great. Okay. I know this is like jumping into the next question and I don't have a really good like segue into it. You're good. But but I'm wondering what brings you joy? Being creative. We already talked about that a lot. That brings me the biggest joy. Little moments with my kids. You know, a lot of the day to day as a mom is mundane and, you know, sometimes stressful or chaotic or loud. But I find that just, you know, five minutes snuggling or listening to their stories brings me so much peace and joy. Knowing that I was there for for that important quality time. And then being outside, I love connecting with nature. And I feel like a new person every time I walk out the door. (laughs) And so I try to remember that every day, even though it's hard as a mom to get out the door. It's hard to get shoes on. It's hard to pack up the car. It's hard to know what to bring. There's all sorts of obstacles in the way. But I always find that I'm happier after going outside and the kids are too. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's a really it's a really great reset for both mom and kids. Um and dad too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all need it. Yeah. Yeah. Um do you have like a favorite spot that you like to go when you go out into nature? Um well, we live in Utah and it is absolutely amazing everywhere (laughs) just gotta drive 10 minutes and you're up in the canyon I love going to any river um, and just hearing the water running I love putting my feet in the water even though it's freezing it that provides a nice reset Um, I love the ocean but I don't go there you know only on trips yeah it's a little far from Utah huh (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah oh I love rivers too like just I grew up around we had a big river going through our city in Calgary and it just like I don't know even just like driving over the river like every day when I drove over the river to go to work it just like felt good like even stuck in traffic I'd always look out to the river and see the trees lining it and yeah, I love rivers, and that's something that I really missed when we lived in Southern California was rivers. <laughs> <laughs> There's not, not any there. <laughs> yeah, so I like – I guess I didn't realize, you know, how valuable running water was, like natural running water was until I didn't have it. Rivers are a great reset, especially if they're freezing cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And I bet in Utah with like the mountain water coming off, I bet it's really cold. Yeah, it is really cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) Yeah. My husband and I lived in Utah for a little while um, while he went to grad school. He went – I was pregnant, so I didn't go. But he went um, tubing down the river like – it was like early October, maybe mid-October, and they were like, this is our last weekend to go. And so they like went tubing down the river, down, I forget which canyon it was. I think it was like Provo Canyon. Is that a canyon? Uh-huh. Yeah. The Provo River. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they like went down there and 
I just remember them like getting out freezing cold. Like they were so <laughs> cold, but I can't imagine yeah. that would be so cold at that time of year. Yeah, but it was beautiful. Um, and I was kind of jealous that I couldn't go, but gotta keep the baby safe. I know, right? right? <laughs> yeah. And someone, someone has to drive to the other end and pick them up, yeah. right? So yeah, that was me. Gotta have a shuttle. Yeah. Okay. So last question, what piece of wisdom would you like to pass on to other moms? I kind of talked about this earlier. I struggled when I was a first time mom. I really struggled being okay with the blend. I felt like everything needed to go in these boxes. Like motherhood was in one, passions were in another, marriage was in another. I learned to be okay with flexibility and knowing that wherever I am, I could be present. And I needed to make time for the things that I loved, even if that meant doing it with my kids next to me. Um, my son loves to draw, and which is awesome because I love that too. And so we do that a lot together. It's important that they see your passions because it helps them develop themselves and develop their interests. And your day is not going to look the same every day. And your day is not going to look the same as anyone else's that day. You just have to learn to be flexible and let it be okay. <laughs> you don't have to put things in containers. Just let it blend all the colors. Let them all blend. That is such great advice. I love that. Yeah. And the visualize visual. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, thinking about containers and how often we like compartment. Wow, I cannot talk. Compartmentalize. Yeah. <laughs> how we put things in boxes in our brains and we like we have on off switches. But yeah, in order to show our kids our passions and to help them develop their own. And I think also like being flexible, right? Like if you have a kid that doesn't have the same passions as you, like being flexible with that too, right? But yeah, just totally being flexible and just trying to live your best life every day, whatever that looks like for you. Yes. Yeah. And it will be different for every single person. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. All right. Wise words from Kelsey. Make sure you go follow her. What is it again? At the Kin Lab. Yep. On Instagram. I also, I forgot to mention that I also do family trees that are not temples. They're an actual tree. She does temples and actual trees. Um, it's modern, like colored background with a white modern drawing of the temples or the trees with your families. All right. So go follow her. Go check her out. Um, check out her Etsy. Order from her. You know, give her all the love and support. <laughs> that she deserves. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. <laughs> um, that is what I'm here for. <laughs> I, I love sharing small businesses and I love just hearing what moms have to offer the world um, outside of their motherhood. I think it's amazing that you're keeping up piano and all these things and going outside. It's incredible. So thank you for coming on the podcast. We'll have to do this again. I know. We all need this as moms. We need to do interviews with each other. Yeah. We need to get to talk to about ourselves, right? Like, <laughs> yes. 
So if you want to talk about yourself, come join me on my podcast. I will let you talk about yourself all you want. Yes. Thanks, Jerica. Before I wrap up, Kelsey and I have a really exciting announcement for you. We have come together to create an all-new podcast about Latter-day Saint temples called Temple Tours. Starting June 6th, we will be releasing weekly episodes about LDS temples around the world. We'll discuss the history and architectural symbolism of each temple, and we will share incredible stories from special guests. This is a podcast like no other. So if it interests you, tune into Temple Tours next Sunday, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us at Temple Tours Pod. That's Temple Tours Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation on Instagram at She Has a Name Too. And be sure to check out Kelsey's accounts. She just released the cutest shirts with moon phases through the Kin Lab. This week only, May 30th to June 6th, she is running a sale for you, our listeners. So head over to her Etsy and use code SHE15 to get 15% off all hand-drawn temples and her new t-shirts at the Kin Lab. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecca Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by Kelsey Josie. This episode was edited by Alex Williams. Mecco.